Welcome to Nevertheless, She Persisted, a podcast where I, your host, shares my journey as a teenage girl who suffered from severe depression and anxiety before receiving intensive treatment. I talk from my experience and ask others what they felt like at their lowest points. I interview my family, friends, and therapists to try and give a full picture of what suffering really looks like and how you can help. And if you yourself are struggling, learn new skills, gain support, and know you're not alone, so keep persisting. All right, so this week I am back again with my younger sister, Ruby. Hi, how's it going? Last week we talked about how to clarify your goals in interpersonal interaction. And this week we're going to start discussing how you can reach those very subjectives. So... There are a couple different skills. The first one is Dear Man, which is when you are prioritizing gaining an objective from another person. The next one is Give, and there's a similar skill called Think, which is when you are prioritizing the relationship. And finally, there is Fast, which is when you are prioritizing your self-respect. So each week we're going to talk about a different one of those skills, um, and I'm going to teach those so that you can use those in your interpersonal and relationships. So this week we are talking about Dear Man. So first I'm just going to give a little bit of an overview about the Dear Man scale. Is that okay Ruby? Yeah. And then we'll talk, we'll go through a couple examples of how you can do that, go through what the homework would be, and walk through a situation. So the acronym for the skills is Dear Man. So the D stands for describe. You're going to describe the current situation. You're going to stick to the facts and tell the person exactly what you are reacting to. Um, The E is for express. You're going to express your feelings and opinions about the situation. The next is expressing your feelings and opinions about the situation. So you're not going to assume that the other person knows how you feel. You're going to verbalize it. So the phrases you want to use should begin with I want and I don't want instead of you should or you shouldn't. So the A is assert yourself by asking for what you want or saying no clearly. So you're not going to assume that others will figure out what you want and what your objective is because they can't read your mind. So you're going to very clearly verbalize that. And if they say yes at that point after your assert, you can stop the scale. If they don't or if you feel like you need to round out your request further, like say you're saying asking for someone not to do something and at the assert they're like absolutely I agree like yes, then you can stop there. But if not, you will go on to the R, which is reinforced. So you're going to give a reward to the person ahead of time, um, or at least verbalize it by explaining the positive effects of giving what you want or need. And if necessary, you're also going to clarify the negative consequences of not getting what you want or need. And you also want to remember to reward the desired behavior after you have made this request. So. The M is for mindful, as in stay mindful. So you're going to keep your focus on your goals, you're going to maintain your position, you're not going to be distracted, and you're not going to get off the topic. So you're going to practice quote-unquote broken records. You're going to keep asking, keep saying no, or expressing your opinion over and over again. Just keep saying the same thing um, and staying to what your objective is. And you're going to ignore attack. So if another person attacks or they're threatening, they're trying to change the subject, you're going to ignore the threats, the comments, or the distractions. You're not going to respond, and you're just going to keep making your point. 
Um, the A is for appearing confident. You want to appear effective and competent. You want to use good voice tone and physical manner. Make good eye contact. You don't want to stammer, whisper, stare at the floor, retreating. You want confident um, body language. So you don't want to say, I'm not sure, or maybe. You just want to stick to what you're requesting. And the final letter is N for negotiate. So you want to be willing to give and to get what you want. So you're going to give offer other solutions to the problem. You're going to reduce your request. You're going to stay no, but offer to do something else or solve the problem in another way. Um, and just focus on what will work. So you're going to turn the tables um, and say, hey, like, how, what would you think would work? Um, what do you think we should do? And ask for their opinions on the solutions. So just to review, we have describe, express, assert, reinforce, stay mindful, appear confident, and negotiate. So that's the skill in a nutshell. We're now going to unpack that a bit and go into more detail about how you can practice this, about how you can practice this, some examples, and maybe some ways Ruby has used this in the past. So I want you to think of a situation um, and be specific about a, like a situation where you were trying to get something from someone else. Um, and will you describe who did what, what led up to it, and what the problem was? I always have trouble thinking of these. Like, so, so my scenario would be um, we are off from school right now due to a the coronavirus and the <laughs> pandemic that's going on around the world right now. So, yeah, so we are the coronavirus. going online school. Side note, um, this means that I'll have a lot more time to be able to invest and work on this podcast. So if you guys have any feedback, any suggestions, things you want to hear in episodes, questions you have, anything that would be helpful for you as a listener, like anything that you could possibly want from this podcast, please, please, please let me know because I'm trying to really just improve this whole thing a lot. I'm going to try and do more episodes every week, more Instagram content. I'm going to be putting the episodes on YouTube. So whatever you would like to see from this podcast, please let me know and I'll do my best to make it happen during these next couple of months that I'm not in school. Are you interested in making your own podcast too? Download Anchor. I released every episode of Nevertheless She Persisted through Anchor and I love it. It's free. You can edit and publish your episodes from anywhere and I put my podcast on every listening platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. I definitely recommend it. They also have cool background musics, transition musics, and you can record sponsorships like this one. Be sure to check it out. It has everything you need for your podcast. Download the free Anchor app in the App Store or wherever you get your apps or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's anchor.fm. Yes. So back yes. to what you were saying. <laughs> so due to Corona, we are kind of home quarantining ourselves. Yes. To stay social the distancing. Well. Social distancing, you know, just trying to stay healthy. Um, and I, as some of you may know, I do share a room with my brother, Atticus. I, am I allowed to say Yeah, that? that's okay. fine. So I do share a room with Atticus. And, and so just long story short, we kind of rotate who whose room the puppy sleeps in so when it's in our room Atticus will have it for a week and I'll have it for a week because her. we share a room she's in her, she's in her the dog not it oh she <laughs> will have she'll be in our room so it was Atticus's week and I found that he it's fixed now but he was getting up really early in the morning with the dog making a lot of noise turning the lights on you know waking me up and I found that mm-hmm. pretty frustrating 
Understandably. I was hoping to gain more sleep from this experience. Yeah. Yeah. So Atticus was getting up early in the morning with the puppy, making a lot of noise. The problem was that it was interrupting your sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So what did you want from him? Like being very specific, what did you want from Atticus? What I wanted from Atticus was for him to not get up so early with the dog, but if he would, to allow me to have more sleep and not turn the lights on and not make a whole lot of noise. So just try to kind of simplify the whole process. Yes. Make it quicker, more quiet, and stuff like that. So pretending that I'm Atticus, Mm -hmm. what would you say? So I'm going to have you describe the situation first. What would you say to me? Hey, Atticus, I've been noticing that in the past couple of weeks that we've had the dog in our room and it's been your job, you've been getting up really early with the dog and making a whole lot of noise and turning lights on. And I find this kind of frustrating just because it's affecting me. Mm-hmm. And I can understand how that would be hard for you because you're, um, you know, you're just trying to make it as quick as possible, but it's also end up affecting me even more because it's really loud and Right. Yeah, so that was good. You did your describe, which is that he keeps getting up, and you began to do your express. What you keep saying is that it keeps affecting you. It's super effective if you can be really specific. Maybe you, it's impacting your sleep, so you're more irritable throughout the day. Maybe you are, like, you just want to be really specific about how it emotionally affects you, like what you feel when that light turns on in the morning. Okay. Um... It's making me feel very frustrated in the morning, which is the other thing we want to break down that a little bit more. We'll get into this, but you have primary and secondary emotions. So anger is a secondary emotion. Primary emotions are like sadness, um, shame, those kinds of things. Like they're really deep rooted emotions that can come across as anger or jealousy and all of that. Mm. Um, So if anger is your secondary emotion, what do you think is really going on for you that makes you so angry about him getting up in the morning? And I know this is like a super deep example for just being tired in the morning, Mm -hmm. but if we can do that on such a simple example, it's easier to apply to these more complex things like your parents, I don't know, your parents have been on you a lot about like SAT prep or something. For me, why does that bring up like some emotion in me? Like it can be applied to more complex things that we can figure it out in a simple situation. So what do you think your primary emotion would be in this situation with Atticus? Um, my primary emotion would probably be like, like disappointment in a way or like, um, like sadness kind of because mm-hmm. like you see the light and then you're like okay I'm disappointed in him because I'd asked him before you're like sad that he's not Listening. respecting your sleep yeah and then you're sad that you know throughout the rest of the day even though you're gonna try your hardest not to you're gonna end up being a little bit agitated gotcha or a little bit you know tired and yeah that's yeah. totally fair so you would say to Atticus like you said hey you've been getting up a lot in the morning you turn on the light it disrupts my sleep this makes me really sad because I end up really tired. I don't feel like you're respecting me and it mm-hmm. impacts me throughout the entire day. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to assert. What are you asking from him? I'm asking from him. So like pretend I'm him, what would you say? Atticus, um, I'm asking that in the future you try your very hardest. I know that you've been trying in the past, but try even harder, please. Um, or maybe not I don't, that. That's, that's yeah, not that's, very effective. That's not maybe very say, effective. <laughs> Atticus, will you please in the future try to not turn on the lights and be more quiet in the morning when you're getting up with the dog? Yeah. And then how would you stay mindful? Um, I would stay mindful by 
we talked about this a couple episodes about mm-hmm. ago, like positive reinforcement. So that's the that's the um, reward. So I I know, but I mean like being like telling him like, hey, I know that you've been trying really hard, and maybe if you like. So, like, validate him? Yeah, like, letting him know how I, how much I would appreciate it. And yeah, so, we did skip that step. So, the reward, maybe you'd say, um, next time the dog is, if you are willing to respect this, next time in, the dog is in our room, I'm happy to be the one that gets up in the morning. Like, that seems like a really fitting reward mm-hmm. in this situation. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know if I would actually want to do that, but yeah. <laughs> don't you guys switch off weeks though? Yeah, but, like... I, I would have to, I would be obligated to, like... Or, next time I have the dog, I will make an extra effort to not disrupt your sleep. Mm-hmm. That's you think that would make sense? Yeah. So, that'd be your reward. Mindful, maybe you're being aware of his body language, what he's saying, what he's doing. Um, maybe if he seems to get angry, you'll take a step back and, like, try and come back at a different time to be more effective. Mm-hmm. How are you going to appear confident? I'm going to appear confident by... If he says, like, no, not just being like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be, um, is it assertive? Is that what it's called? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be assertive. I'm going to let him know how I'm feeling and that this is very important to me. And I'm going to stay confident by going into it with, like, I feel like if you go into an argument with, like, a sense of confidence, like, I don't know how to describe it. You're very, you feel like you, like, you know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. So have, like said it over a couple times in my head before so that I know what I'm going to say to him and how I'm going to say it and say it in a tone that's not it's not like mean mm-hmm. but it's also not like oh it's very it's it's okay if you don't let me do this like say yeah, it and you're not passive yeah how would you negotiate um I would negotiate by if he said well why should I do that if you don't do it for me um I would say Atticus, I completely understand how this would be really hard for you to do if I'm not giving you something in return. And um, and I would let him know that I would do that in the future. But if he said, just no, I don't want to do that, then I would say, hey, Atticus, but this is, a f- like, this is making my day a little bit more, you know, a little bit more of a struggle to get through because mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm tired, I'm kind of disappointed a little bit that you you know, didn't try your hardest. And also, yeah. like, I feel like in the future, I've been allowing you to get your sleep, and I feel like I should be able to have the same. So how would you negotiate, though? Like, say you need to give a little to him in order to get him to be quiet. Like, how? what would, would I do? Would you be open to maybe watching the dog for 10 minutes in the morning um, so he can get ready? Yeah. Yeah? So maybe you would say, hey, Atticus, I understand that it's a lot to have the dog all morning, I'm willing to take the dog for 10 minutes after I'm up so that you have time to get ready and leave with mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be an awesome negotiate, and I think that would be something that he would really appreciate um, and would, would be really helpful to him. Mm-hmm. Do you have questions you want answered about therapy, depression, or anxiety? Email sadiesutton.nsp at gmail.com or reach out via direct messages on any of the Nevertheless She Persisted social media accounts linked in today's episode notes. You can also leave a voice message on Anchor. I would love to hear from you. No, I'm gonna. So last night was my birthday, which was pretty fun. Happy we birthday. went to dinner, um, which was gonna be the last time before we're completely social distance. My sister asked me, not Ruby, Ivy asked if I could move the reservation earlier because we initially had a reservation at 7:30, but we we're kind of ready to go or about ready to go at like 5:30. 
So she asked, and she was like, hey, like, can you move the reservation up earlier? We're all kind of thinking that it would make more sense. And I was, like, a little bit frustrated by this because I'd made the reservation. I'd planned this whole thing for my birthday. And I just wanted someone else to do a little, like, a little bit if they really wanted the reservation to be moved. So... I were to describe, I would say, hey, Ivy, I made the reservation and tried really hard to make this work for everyone with the appointment we had before. Um, you're asking me to move the reservation um, to, say, 6.30 instead of 7.30. Um, it doesn't feel great, or that's not what I want to say. I want to say I feel unappreciated. Maybe? I don't know. No. I feel as though you're not, like, appreciating what I did. It's not even that. It was just kind of like it felt kind of bad that, like, it was my birthday and... You were course, doing everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Of course, it's not like the world revolves around, like, me on my birthday or anything. But it just was like, if they wanted to move it earlier, it'd be great if I didn't have to make the fourth appointment for this thing for my birthday. Like, that would have been really nice. So, I guess I felt kind of sad that she didn't... Think about helping... Yeah, that she wasn't willing to make that call. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Ivy, you asked me to move the reservation from 7.30 to 6.30. I already made the reservation myself. And it makes it really me really sad that while my friends are over and I'm trying to spend time with them getting ready, that you're asking me to make these more, more of these um, schedule alterations yeah. to make things easier for you. So I was wondering if you would be willing to call over and ask if they can move up the reservation. I would really appreciate this. Um, the reward, maybe. What do you think I could do as a reward, Ruby? Um, as a reward, maybe I would say, hey, in the future, like maybe if there was an event that you are planning, I could help you with it. Or... Yeah, or next time you have to call and make a reservation, I'm happy to call for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you will call this one time while people are over. Um, and I understand that, of course, it's not your dinner and that you probably don't want to call. Like, that makes sense to me. And I would really appreciate this, given the setting and the fact that it is my birthday. Mm-hmm. And maybe negotiating. I don't really know what you would negotiate, because that's, like, a pretty simple thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that is definitely how I could have handled that more skillfully and more effectively. Mm-hmm. Any more questions about the dear man skill and getting your objective? Um, not that I can think of. Thank you, though. So, just to clarify, you're using the dear man skill when last week how we prioritized our different, um, either the objective, the relationship, or your self-respect. So, when you are putting the objective at number one, meaning you want a specific result, you want someone to do something for you, you want someone to stop something, or they want, you want someone to accept something, that's when you would use the dear man skill, not when you're trying to prioritize your self-respect or the relationship. We'll get into those skills in the next few episodes, but... For when you want your objective, first and foremost, that is when you would use this skill. So, just wanted to clarify that. And to practice this, you can do exactly what we walked through twice in this episode, which is outlining how you did each of the steps. And I do find it extremely helpful to write down your describe, express, assert, reinforce, stay mindful, um, appear confident, and negotiate, like, out on paper before you ask someone. That's huge. And also letting it someone like run by someone and just check it to see if it seems reasonable and that you're making an ask that makes sense. Um, so yeah, just to review one more time, describe, express, assert, reinforce, stay mindful, appear confident, and negotiate is the dear man skill for when you're trying to get 
um, an objective from another person. So yeah, I hope this week's episode of Interpersonal Effectiveness was helpful. Next episode is going to be the give and think skills. So I hope you enjoy those and stay tuned. Everyone stay healthy, stay safe, hopefully stay socially distanced. Um, And again, please let me know what you want to see on the podcast. You can send an email to the email that I say at the end of the podcast, reach out via social media, however you want to. I would really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for coming on, Ruby. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this week's episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family. To stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content, follow the Nevertheless, She Persisted Instagram at Nevertheless Podcast with SS, the Twitter account at She Persisted underscore SS, the Facebook at Nevertheless, She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton, and check out my blog, Nevertheless, She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton dot photo dot blog. And don't worry, all of these are linked in today's episode notes. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next Friday. Thanks for listening. P.S. Nevertheless, she persisted.